the short story by Stephen King, Trimark Pictures invites you to buckle up. You are now entering a town called Lunar. Morning. First time in this part of the cosmos. Looking for flying saucers? <laughs> I don't want to live in a place like this. Dad, it's too quiet here. Where something strange is going on. Electricity is out for most areas. It'll be at least 24 hours before we can get to you. Can't get nothing on the CB. Phones are out. What's up? Is there anyone driving? Trucks don't drive by themselves. A mysterious force has taken hold. These trucks appear to have an intelligence of talking to each other. They're up to something. And the traffic is way out of control. Look out! man's boy is outside. Look out! Yeah, what's going on? Get away from my son! Now! Everybody, my name is Andrew, and I'm Mark, and you are listening to Television Movie Night. Mark, it's mid-October. Do you have your fall fashions yet, Andrew? I do have my fall fashions. I'm oh, happy to say, ooh. they are not the new fall fashions. Oh, they're they are, old fall. Fashions. They're the same fall fashions that I've had for the past two years. Okay, so do you but, go? Do you go up into the attic? You know, yeah. you, you set aside the the, the summer the, shorts. Well, you've got you've the, got like uh, Christmas decorations. Yeah, you gotta got push those, those aside. Away. You've then got I've, uh, copies of your autobiography up there. Yes, my uh, my I've got like sixty copies of my book, The Mark of Distinction. Yeah, if you ever if you ever it was track marks. Oh, it was, oh. it was a travel log. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then also I started doing heroin. Oh, cool. So it, what is involved in your fall fashions? What is what is the what is the Mark Gonzalez fall fashion lineup? Uh, the biggest distinction is definitely uh, imagine me as a fashion uh, like a reviewer. I'm I'm side stage in a big catwalk runway and I've got little tiny opera glasses mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. here comes here comes the first model of uh, Mark Gonzalez's fall fashion lineup so they come strutting out mm-hmm. with dick they come out from the curtain dick first obviously obviously just just bang followed, right through followed very closely by a pair of uh, corduroy pants mm. that seem to have been worn for every day for the past seven days mm-hmm a belt buckle that is about to explode off of my fat ass. Yeah. And then uh, what has been politely referred to as an old man's sweater. Hmm. And uh, that's it. No. Oh, okay. Well, there's a t-shirt. Oh, okay. All right. But the main idea is the old man's sweater that people seem to... Like, brilliant, brilliant. Look at, look at that knit. Look at how deep I, I that knit imagine, is. I can't imagine that what it took to uh, simulate an old man's sweater. Yes. Surely he didn't just buy that at a place where old men buy sweaters. <laughs> Surely he didn't just rob an old man in a, in a coffin. Right. Just went grave robbing. Oh, yes, brilliant. Oh, yes, oh yes. wonderful. Oh, wonderful. Look, at, look at there's the w- there's only there's only one model though. Is there <laughs> is there more to this? Is there more coming no, down? Just the- give me a minute. <laughs> just get out of this sweater. No, it's and onto the sweater. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, hey. Um, all right. So it's the same pants, but uh, well, the, yeah. But and the sweater is backwards now. Okay. Well. Oh. And, well, that's, uh, my, that's my fault. I'll accept that. <laughs> all right. Well, that's 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 a that's a stab in the right direction yeah, of fall fashion. That's fall fashion. You get a me. big sweater. 
You know, long pants. Got to put the shorts away. No, yes. All of my nautical-themed shorts That's that right. I seem to have. That just have I, boat anchors on them. Yes, boat anchors, and uh, there's one that has sharks on it. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that one is terrifying for me. Sure. Sometimes I have uh, boat anchors. Sometimes I have sharks. I have one that has pineapples on them. Uh-huh. Pineapples. They're pineapples. fun. They're well, fun. Perhaps you could get a pair of pants that have pineapples on them and then extend pineapples into fall fashions. Oh, no. That'll never do. Or maybe it's like a jack-o'-lantern... That's carved into a pineapple. And then they're, like in a, they're in a pair of pants. I like that, yeah. I was at a party the other day. Someone was wearing a uh, a pattern shirt. Mm-hmm. The pattern was the uh, the floor from uh, the Overlook the Hotel. Yes. Yeah. I yes. feel like that pattern keeps showing up more and more on things. Yeah, it's had a resurgence. People kind of like it. Yeah. It's a cool design. It is a cool design. Mark, anything else going on for you in the month of October? Uh, As we it, speed towards the all night horrorthon, uh, the multiple all night horrorthons that are coming our way. Uh, yeah. Anything else that's going on, Andrew? I watched one episode of The Mass Singer. Ooh, unpleasant. Mm. Did not care for it. No, no. Which one was I? Because, because oh, ooh, I didn't. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> oops. Whoopsie. Ah, ah. Nick Cannon. That's yeah. Me. That's, that's who I am. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna be really surprised when he when. I get unmasked. Uh-huh. Who got unmasked? Was it Ninja? No, it was Layla Ali. Layla Ali. Yeah. Daughter of Muhammad, Muhammad Ali. Ali. Yes. Is that correct? Yes. Not known for her singing abilities. No. But Co-host of uh, the American Gladiators reboot, along if with I remember Hulk Hogan, correctly. Yes. Or she was like a sideline reporter. Yes. It was It was her and, and, and Hulkster. Yeah. How did she outlast Ninja and Johnny Weir? I think pure performance. Yeah, pure, star pure, power. Yeah, sta- yeah, it doesn't matter. Put, a, put her in a costume. She will still outshine. Sure. Uh, why was it unpleasant in your mind? Just, just loud. loud and abrasive? It's loud and abrasive, and it's a cacophony, and it's like, if you watch a singing show, you generally... Like, I, got, I have been drawn into singing shows before by mm-hmm. virtue of not knowing anything about singing, but you just see somebody perform, and you're like, oh, they're pretty good. Yeah. But with this, it's all mascots running around, and like nobody's voice seems that much better than anybody else's to what? my ear. That's fun, though. And then it's close-ups of three people shouting, it's George Clooney! Yeah. And you're like, no, it isn't. Are you sure? What if, they, sure. what if they got George Clooney, though? I would be surprised. What if they took off the big dumb happened. rabbit head, and there's George Clooney, and right. he's like... I just I just love crooning the old favorites. The only thing I would love would be if he took off the Groove uh, is in the Heart by D Lights. Yes. The, you know, the old <laughs> the favorites. Old, the classics. Yeah. The standards. Yeah. The only thing that I would love would be if like Butterfly took off their hat and they were the Stig from Oh, uh, from Top, <laughs> Top Gear. Gear. Yes. Just another masked performer. And, and they're like, Oh, does this all right. does this mean that that person gets a second does they, they get a nope, second go? Nope. Or is it just like it's the Stig, it's the everybody? Stig. Deal with it. That's 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 fun. I don't know if I would watch The Masked Singer. I was I've heard that the uh, the first season there's just a lot of filler to it because the original yes. the original format it used was just kind of a, a one or two night thing, and they just kind of burn through it. And they would do it like every year or every other year. But for this to be a ten episode whatever for ten straight weeks of watching. Uh, some guy in an ice cream cone costume yeah. kind of just stumble around up the stage just gets a little tiresome. A little tiresome. Weary. Weary. Yes. Yes. It's 
Yes, Ninja, you're you're wearying. Uh, ice cream cone singing. Mm. Mm. That's a tough one. Mark, is there anything else that you're looking forward to in the month of October? Not a thing. No? Well, you should be looking forward to television movie night. Oh, yes, of course. Your home and resource are made for TV movies, as, of course, you know, mm-hmm. and you viewers and listeners. The viewers are in the walls. All right, the viewers are all around <laughs> the us. Jo- Everyone's always watching. Okay. <laughs> Andrew is Andrew is signaling to me that they are listening. He is now... He is telling he is telling me that he is going to turn on the faucet and a radio. It says not safe. Uh, take off your pants. No, no, and don't read out loud. Oh, yes, it also says that. <laughs> Whoops. The listeners out there know that uh, in the month of October, you and I are watching made-for-TV movies involving the master of horror himself, Stephen King. King. Last week, under duress. <laughs> Quicksilver We watched Quicksilver Highway starring Christopher Lloyd. But this time around, we watched a movie. Something a little more conventional. A little bit more current, a little bit more uh, uh, up our alley. Yes. Something we both love. Yes. Trucks. You love trucks. Mark, every time I'm driving out with you Mm -hmm. and uh, we're going to a restaurant or going to to blast ass at Disneyland, you're always like, Andrew, this is a truck, and you like you like yeah. put your uh, hand out the uh, the window, and you want him to honk yeah. the horn, and then you're inconsolable when he doesn't honk when he the does horn. it, especially because it's usually like an F one fifty, yeah, <laughs> and the guy's just like, I don't have, I don't the, have, I don't the, have the, the pull like, thing, yeah, like, go, 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 go. <laughs> just tears streaming down your face, right. you're screaming at this man in a pickup truck, and then I, and then you turn the wheel, and we pull into. Oceans, uh, oh wait, Passages Rehab Clinic. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, see you in three weeks, All buddy. Right. <laughs> this is our monthly routine. Yeah. You're crying at a uh, <laughs> at a truck as I take you to rehab yeah. again. The The next one's going to be free. So ah, get, yeah, we got remember, a punch card. Yeah, remember your punch card. We watched Trucks from 1997, and we're going to talk about it at length in a segment I like to call, well, what do you know? Mark, what do you know, aside from the fact that they force you into an emotional uh, <laughs> absolute spiral? Well, I what mean, do you know about it's, trucks? It's the highest highs and the lowest lows. Yeah, you want the... Like, if they do do the honk noise, yeah. then I am happy for days. That's the thing, yeah. If you, they don't you, you do you it, forget, I just You cry. forget the heroin that you just yeah. did. <laughs> but the thing is, is if they, it doesn't sound like a... Uh, uh, right. It's just like a regular car, beep, beep. car horn. You're just, just, you just... You you're I'm so like, enraged. Take me to downtown. You have broken. Take me, take me right to Skid Row. <laughs> you have broken multiple windows on my car. Mark, what do you know about trucks? Andrew, the main thing I know about trucks is that while looking for this uh, movie mm-hmm. on various streaming platforms, sure, I had to dig through about 160 things that are just. Children, Show, yes. children shows that just say trucks. Yeah, and every time I imagine like a tired beleaguered father being like i don't know the kid fucking likes trucks whatever amazon do it and then it's just like big rigs going in circles yeah and, and the kids kids ah. staring happily and he's like oh fuck there fine. was that video that video series that was like there goes a truck and it was literally just b-roll of live action trucks <laughs> yeah. just doing their fucking thing <laughs> You're like, hey this is cool all right no music nothing we're just some guy just just, put, just on sticks, just overlooking like a gravel pit, and we're just watching a like a 
a backloader just dumping rocks and then going and doing something else and then shoot them eating lunch, I guess. Smoking yeah. a joint Andrew, in the, the port shed This is barely related. <laughs> but have you ever seen the YouTube video of the guy who's like a train spotter? And oh yeah, and he's, he's yeah, like, he's just he's absolutely like, thrilled. I've been waiting for this moment. That he sees a Here very specific comes. train. Here it comes! Whoa! He's on the verge of tears. <laughs> yeah. As he watches like uh, some passenger train just roll yeah. down the track. But just also, it's like... absolutely indifferent to him just having a religious experience next to it. <laughs> but then, like, it's a 14-minute video because this train is huge. Yes, and it just and keeps eventually, going. Eventually, the guy is like, ah. That's, well, that's something. (laughs) (laughs) He just, he realizes how hollow this moment is. I have like, I have have waited for this for so long. I have lived this moment so many times. That's it. Getting something that I thought I wanted forever and be like, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Wouldn't you? Well, I guess that's that. (laughs) Mark Trucks. Trucks. Andrew, this is based on the short story. Correct. Trucks. Trucks. By Stephen King. Correct. Uh, It seems to me that most of these uh, made-for-TV films, I'm guessing, Mm -hmm. are going to be based on short stories. Well, you know... You only the, have 90 so minutes dense. to tell you so much, every single word. Every Stephen King film has every so much story. Every word is so packed. It's, it's, you look so at the page, dense. it's so dense. Yeah, so many words. Trucks was originally printed in uh, the 80s and yes. then eventually co- collected into, I want to say, Graveyard Shift. Sure. Sounds about right. Why not? Why not? And uh, yeah, it's a short story. It inspired... The original take of this in, from 1987? Probably. Actually, I think it was 86. Really? I think it was the year of my birth. Maximum Overdrive, which is Stephen King's only directorial. Yes. Uh, thus far. Thus far. He's still got time. He's acting in a bunch of movies. Put him behind the camera again. Yeah. If you've never seen Maximum Overdrive, people, it is a treat. <laughs> it's right? something. Emilio Estevez stars... Pat Hingle. Soundtrack by ACDC. Original songs. Just wall-to-wall madness, not to mention... Yeardley Smith. Yeardley Smith is in it. And And the greatest villain of all time. a truck that has the Green Goblin slapped right on its front fender. Yes. All right? And when I say... No, I'm not talking a sticker, okay? No. I'm talking a big fiberglass head. at least seven feet tall, It is a masked (laughs) singer-esque head just slapped on this truck. And when that truck takes that head off and I find out that it's a real semi-truck, I lost my shit, okay? I I felt dumb because I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it would be Optimus Prime. (laughs) Uh, All right. right, Well, he's... I guess it's, I guess it's he is a robot in disguise. Part, so. part of part of the hint package was I am a giant semi truck. <laughs> I am looking for the all spark. <laughs> I was like, I was like, uh, uh, Bumblebee. I think it's, I think it might be. I think it's one of the dinosaur ones. Yeah, like they were like really dumb, but they like no, it's uh, it's that Eric Idle robot from the movie. From the movie, yeah. yeah. But that's what trucks, that's the original inspiration for Maximum Overdrive. But now, in 1997, Sci-Fi Channel has put out uh, something a little bit closer to the source material. It was Sci-Fi, not USA? It was Sci-Fi Channel. Was it a USA production? I mean, Sci-Fi is owned by USA, which is owned by NBC Universal. USA, USA, USA. This this, uh, movie debuted on the Sci-Fi Channel on October 29th, 1997. 
This was directed by Chris Thompson. Yes. Who directed something called Time Tracks, something called Meteorites. Is Time Tracks not the one that we watched that was a pilot with... No, uh, that no. was called Out of Time okay. with Bill Maher. <laughs> yes. And uh, a few episodes of The Hitchhiker, which we talked well, about course, last week. Yes, we talk about that all the time. This was written uh, and adapted from a short story by Stephen King and a teleplay by Brian Taggart, mm-hmm. who, according to IMDb, this was his final credit. Oh, <laughs> he went out on a high note. Uh, he wrote Poltergeist 3. Yes. He wrote a couple episodes of V, the original yeah. miniseries V. About a and bunch of uh, a bunch of uh, episodes of Adam Twelve. Okay, Adam Twelve. It was a cop. It was a cop car. Cop show. Yeah, yeah it was a cop show. Yeah, in the vein of Emergency. Ugh. This was starring Timothy Busfield from The West Field Wing. Of Dreams. Field of Dreams. Any call? Any acting call? Any? Ugh, hang on. Okay. Any casting call that went out that said, we need a Richard Dreyfus type, yeah. but we cannot afford Richard Dreyfus. We want the dad from Home Alone, they but we don't have dad from Home, Home Alone, Alone money. money. All right? All Get right. us Dreyfus. Give, us, <laughs> give me Timothy give Busfield. Me Busfield. Also starring Brenda Bake. Baquet. Baquet. Uh, yes. She was She was in a number of things she in was the 90s. She was in LA Confidential. Yes. And her probably biggest role in the 90s was... Hot shots, trucks. part oh. deux, and trucks. Yes. <laughs> and a cast of thousands. I don't know any of these other also people. a bunch of other people. There's a bunch of other Canadian people showing up. Mark, before we get into this, what did you think that was going to... Okay. All right. Here's the thing. Yes. I feel like Maximum Overdrive, despite the fact that it got panned and didn't do very well at the box office, I feel like that... Also, it is a fundamentally bad it's movie. A, it's a bad movie, but like it, it is a popcorn feature. Yes. It is a... You go to a movie theater and you see Maximum Overdrive and you can't help but be like in, invested in the movie and cheering at the garbage you're seeing. Yes. It is certainly entertaining. When you start... When you just hear like opening strums of these like ass rock ACDC songs. Who? Exactly. Who Trucks made who? rolling down the road and they fucking blow everything up and yes. Emilio Estevez is crazy in it and it's just... It's great. An ATM tells a guy to go fuck himself. Yes! It's amazing. A Coke dispenser shoots... Fastballs and murders children. Yes, and chase. Yes, yeah. When the kids getting chased on the bike. Yes, all of this stuff is great because it's so stupid and silly, but it takes itself seriously enough to to put you in the same mindset. Now, knowing that this is based on trucks. Yes. Do like what do you think before you watch the movie was going to be the difference? Like what inspired sci-fi to want to go out? Grab the rights of this again, right? And, and try, try their again. hand at doing something different with the property, right? Knowing that they didn't have the money that a film budget has. My thought, Andrew, was, uh, okay, this is going to be a less action-packed, less explodey movie, but it's going to be a little bit smarter and it's going to be a little bit tighter because the idea is. The, the idea of Maximum Overdrive and this mm-hmm. is people are stuck in one location because trucks come to life and start killing people. Yes. So I was like, all right, they're going to know we can't promise people big-ass explosions and craziness. 
We're actually not on a bunch of cocaine. We are just going to try to make a good movie about people being stuck in one location. Yeah, a a, a, a bottle so, episode yes. of a of a TV show. Right. So I was expecting less cuckoo bananas shit. Maybe more thought out character development. I was expecting it to be better than Maximum Overdrive. Legit. I legitimately... Yes, because Maximum Overdrive is trash. We, it is so You know bad. it's trash. I know it's trash. But you and I both know when we saw it at the... Yes. At the at the Horathon yes. a couple years ago, they played Maximum Overdrive. Trash can be fun. Trash, it was fun. Yes. It was a fun movie. Obviously, it's bad. There's tons of plot holes. It's insane. Right. But you walked away from it going like, yeah, who well, the, made who? The, ba- the big thing that I who, remember. It should be whom made who, okay. right? right? Is that? Well, okay. Okay. So you're going to tell ACDC how to write Yeah, song. I will. Oh, okay. Why don't you, yeah. Why yeah. Don't you pick up a guitar. Okay. Pick up a guitar and a... They only have three... They, school kids they outfit. Have, yeah. They have start, three, there are three notes in every single one of those songs. Here. Huh? You thought it was going to be better than Maximum Overdrive. I thought it was going to be better than Maximum Overdrive. The thing that I remember that I will always remember about Maximum Overdrive, the thing that defines Maximum Overdrive more than anything other thing that happens in that movie for all of its iconic footage is the sequence where Emilio Estevez dramatically pumps gas for like five and a half minutes. Yes. That scene is so awful. So boring. But there's such, you're driving it with ACDC that you're seeing that that's the whole point of the short story is they're way, they're, they're just getting ground down just acting as these, Human robots they, to pump the gas. But they present it like, oh, this is one man's struggle. Ding, ding. It's, it's yeah. like he's climbing Mount Everest, and all he's doing is standing in one spot and going, fuel in, fuel in, yeah, fuel in. But they treat it like it's so like heroic and amazing. And I was just hoping that this movie wouldn't have a scene that is that dull, but presented to be awesome. Okay, well... Also, Let's... Maximum Overdrive, I believe, has a body count of one. Um, Pretty sure. Really? Yeah. Huh. No, because they kill a bunch of people in the beginning, don't they? Don't Doesn't that kid get killed? <laughs> Maybe. All right. Of the central characters, once the story gets going, only one person gets it. The boss yeah. gets killed. Pat Hingle. Yeah. Well, uh, let's dive in and see what we got. Act one. We open up with a uh, we have we open up on a junkyard. Junkyard owner has a bunch of dogs. You know, it's it's dust covered. It's it's in the middle of the desert. It seems like yes. feeds his dogs, and uh, he's like, "All right, time to in the afternoon. Time to curl up in a whiskey bottle inside <laughs> my shower." Heads off to go take a uh, afternoon rinse. Andrew, I had to watch this movie in two goes because. I also looked at my clock and was like, oh, it is two o'clock. <laughs> Time for my afternoon Time rinse. Time for my afternoon rinse. Crack open a whiskey bottle yeah. and just sit in your bathtub for hours. A truck in the in the lot just springs to life, pulls a, a uh, headlight, headlight pops, pops back, back into in. place. Tires start to move a little bit. The wheel starts to spin a little bit, and uh, that truck just takes off. Mows this guy down right through his shower. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty spectacular, this car crash. Takes it, takes uh, takes the building with it, and then pulls back to reveal that it's got its uh, the shower curtain is on. on yes, the-, the bloody shower curtain is draped across the hood, of the grill, the grill, which then the wind catches and takes off, and it goodbye. Yes. All right, all the evidence 
gone. Yeah, they can't. They can't prosecute can't the prosecute. truck. Yeah, it's all circumstantial. No all circumstantial. Where's the evidence? Where's the? Wouldn't there be a bloody uh, shower curtain if I ran no. this man over? Yeah, I rest my case. Where is it? Where is it? Do you have it? I don't think you do. All right. Okay. Beep. beep. Case closed. Circumstantial. Okay. So body Hang count. On. Body count already at one. Hang on. The uh, the like prosecuting attorney like looks to the uh, jury and it's just all trucks. And it, and yeah, he's like, yeah. Fuck <laughs> this. It's over. Would they all lower their headlights? He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh come on. Oh fuck. Jesus. I should have been. I should have paid more attention during jury selection. selection. Why did I? Why did like, yeah, I? Get, yeah, 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 okay. Why did I get rid of all the humans? We then fade to a nearby road stand in Lunar, Arizona. Lunar, Nevada? Arizona. I don't know. We're told it's not New Mexico, but Lunar is outside of Area Fifty One, according to the billboards. Pa- uh, yes, allegedly. We then see Hope, who is closing up a garage and. Placing a large stick in the door to keep. Uh, well, she closes the door, uh-huh. and then from the outside, she puts. She does the stick through the handles thing. Yes. Generally, Andrew, you do the stick through the handle thing so that whoever's on the other side can't get out. Right. But at this point in the movie, we don't know. We that don't know anything. Trucks are coming to life, so this is just what she does. Maybe the wind. To lock maybe stuff. the wind blows a very Her door very open heavily, and maybe. In, but there's already but there, a, there a is lock. a lock on the door. I don't know. Maybe she was like, "I gotta hold this. Sticks really cool. <laughs> I gotta keep this." Hope is running a tour outfit that is uh, running expeditions to a meteor crash site that's nearby in Lunar. Yes, hiking, camping, which apparently is UFO is spotting. Lunar's big claim to fame is that a meteor hit uh, near there. Some and years ago, that's what they do. Meanwhile, Hope then talks to Ray, who play who's uh, Timothy Busfield. Yes, and his son Logan. The two of them run the gas station that's there in Lunar. Ray. Ray. And it's Ray's station. Yeah. Ration. That's now, what they should have called it. Yes. Andrew, you and I were talking before this. Uh, we agreed that whoever was in charge of this obviously looked at Maximum Overdrive and was like, we need a sexy hunk just That's like right. him. We need someone. Get we, me. We need young. Get me the bus. <laughs> I'm trying to catch the bus. Yeah. Honk, honk. Load up the bus. <laughs> Get me bus field. Hope is running into town to pick up some backpackers for her tours. She then goes into the diner that's there in Lunar. So there's a gas station, a diner, and apparently like a little inn for these backpackers. Yes. She is introed to to George, who is the cook at the diner. And there are also two dirtbag truckers inside, Bob and Pete. Right. All right. So we got some colorful characters coming together. We got some dirtbags. We got a happy line. We got an old friendly line cook. We got a son. We, we got, got the bus. We got bus. We got hope. We got the Greyhound, and we got the we got the hope. We got garage. We got the the, the guy, the shower guy. We got a griddle. I don't know. Maybe two dogs. Yeah, I think the dogs are. I think the dogs were in on it. Oh, we got some eggs on the griddle. Yes, all my favorite things. While driving in to go pick up her uh, her her tour, she uh, hope sees the truck in the middle of the road from earlier. Yes, but doesn't really stop to uh, help or look or do anything. Also, Andrew, the truck pervs on her. Yes. Which, as she drives past, the mirrors then turn towards her. It should have been a wolf whistle. (laughs) Everything about this I love. I love when, obviously, it's a line. Now, first of all, shouldn't the eyes be the headlights? Yes, possibly. My question was is the mirror the eyes? Mm -hmm. Or is the truck using the mirror as. 
a mirror is oh reflecting it yeah. down to its eyes is are its eyes like oh i gotta get a look at that lady it's like whoa whoa <laughs> it does the like hate to see her go but love to see her. walk away does the miami vice like yeah yeah sunglasses, yeah, sunglasses down we should whoa. it's it's a rear view mirror should have lowered like it was looking <laughs> it was pulling down sunglasses while picking up supplies antenna goes up yeah <laughs> I mean, now give us this. All right, right. we'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. While picking up supplies in town, uh, some other truck driver is casually racist and sexist. He says, I drive through here once a month. If you ever get lonely, he tells us to hope. Hope says, keep driving, buddy. And then he tells uh, an assistant that is also loading the truck. To go uh, back to Mexico Yeah, or that something. he's a dirty Mexican, and then the guy's like, I was born here, asshole. And he's like, sure you are. Yeah, he said, uh, reminds me of Vietnam, doesn't it? <laughs> I was 16, <laughs> asshole. This uh, racist and sexist truck driver leaves, and uh, Hope's uh, wards arrive. Uh, you know, the big Greyhound bus shows up, and here are these three happy assholes that come piling off the yeah. bus to go see some dumb meteorite in the middle of fucking nowhere. What a great trip. Off come off the bus comes Tad. Andrew, would you have preferred if it's your family vacation? You can either go hiking uh-huh. with your dad okay. to look at a meteorite, or you can go camping with your dad to look at uh, fossils. Well, if I go camping with my dad to look at fossils, that means I'm going to be in a cave when yes. there's a solar flare. Yes. And, then, <laughs> and then you're going to start and doing some ask, sick donuts. Where have all the where people gone? All, where's my people? <laughs> Off the bus come Tad and Abby. Uh, not the Tad you're thinking of. Tad. <laughs> not Abraham Lincoln. Thad. Thad, to be clear. Thad and Abby. Mark, uh, good news, like 10 minutes into this, we're introduced to the worst character in the film. <laughs> Abby? Yes. No. Yes. I loved Abby. Oh, my God. I was like, dear Abby. Oh, God. Uh, Andrew. Tad. Thad. Thad is a military dad who is apparently estranged from his wife, and Abby is his daughter. Yes, he gets to see her on weekends or when he's around. Thad is former military, and his daughter fucking sucks, is what I have here. <laughs> no, She's Andrew. Been, now, I will, I will, I, there's defend, a, there's a lot I will of, defend her. I have a lot of ammunition for this one. Okay, okay. first of all. She is a 90s kid, yes. and she wants you to know it. Yeah, she's wearing... She's got a she Justin got... Timberlake, hair looks like uh, yeah, very... cup of noodles type of thing going on. <laughs> she's got Doc Martens yeah. on. Doc Martens, she's, got, she's cor... got a sweater in the middle of the night, yeah. in the middle of the summer, going for hiking. And she's I got like... like this weird silver choker on. Yes. Yeah. She wants you to know. She's got a nose ring. That's how, yes. you, that's how you know. Also off the bus is Jack, who is a fat old hippie. Now, Andrew, who did you think that they had called for this role? I said on our text that this was um, David Crosby. David Crosby. It looks like <laughs> it looks. It looks. He is a hippie David Crosby. They said child. A, they, uh, we want a David Crosby type, and they said we can get David Crosby. They said too close. Ooh, no, too no, close. no, 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 no. <laughs> While driving back, the racist uh, truck driver's truck starts swerving all over the place. It's acting right? all crazy. Uh, the truck comes to a stop and the driver gets out to inspect it. And then somehow there's some knocking in the back. Mm-hmm. The driver gets lured into the back, which is a refrigerated truck truck. 
he assumes that there is a hitchhiker or somebody like a, a raccoon stowaway, or somebody in there uh, a smaller truck Ooh. okay oh like spy hunter yeah so he gets into the back and then the doors close and they trap him inside the refrigeration unit in the back meanwhile we then cut to uh the trip back with abby thad and jack and hope in hope's minivan Hope takes this to heart and starts acting kind of like a nosy aunt. She keeps peppering Abby with a bunch of questions about like school so and her like have family you, life. Have you met any boys? Or oh, you, you know, met, if it, you don't like boys, I would be comfortable with that too. too. That's just, fine. We just all go know that I want. I want to hear about it, and I'm is, here to hear that. Is Pokemon still big? Is that a thing? Do I, you guys I saw like Oasis? That's like that's is like that a, a fun band. band. That's a fun band. Let's listen to a song. Let's let's. Oh uh, well, I don't have any on the presets here. But okay. I, I only have an Amy Grant a, a tape. Spirituals. Yeah. <laughs> Abby is a fucking asshole who makes fun of Jack. So she makes fun of the fat hippie in the back. He, he is a fat hippie. She talks some shit about her absentee dad, who's also in the back seat. He is absentee. No, I understand this. She is a young. She is a strong no. young hold teenager on a hold, figuring out hold who on she a is. And she is not no. afraid. No. I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry. Uh, hold on a second. In reality, yes. she has just met this poor... Uh, so Abby has just met this poor woman who has picked them up in a minivan and is driving them back to Lunar. Yes. Here she is sitting there like the fucking hitchhiker in the previous movie. Quicksilver in Highway. Quicksilver Highway. It's, it, uh, to the point Shattering where, teeth. at some point, she tries to smoke a cigarette in the car, and then <laughs> it gets it snatched away by her father. So she's like, yeah, my pops is trying to fucking butter me up. Uh, you know the shit, man. And then she's like, yeah, and you got this fucking <coughs> ass, fat asshole back here talking about peace, love, and God knows what. Yeah. She's like, I've seen some shit, man. I've seen some real fucking shit. You ever been to Claire's? <laughs> oh. Go there at like four thirty in the afternoon. That place is a goddamn war zone. That's that is the equivalent of what she does. So she talks a bunch of shit about all the passengers she is, in the car. She is an. She angry. talks a bunch of shit about Lunar as yes, well. She's an angry teenager. She's trying to establish who she is. She wants people to treat her like an adult, even though she's not ready to be an adult. Okay, yet. that's fine. She is expressing her distaste for this vacation. I feel like that. There's just. I'm sorry to lay it on you, Hope. I tried to tell my dad he doesn't listen. I tried to tell the hippie he offered me a joint. <laughs> he didn't, though. Well, later he says that. Then, but I think also the blame is on Hope because as a tour guide, that's all she is. Yeah, you shouldn't. You, you just, shouldn't. You do should that. be just. You should be laying. It's like, oh, Lunar was discovered in 1858, and, uh, yeah. and there's a silver ore in the mountains, and this and that. Instead, she's just like, yeah, she, it's she has, she has, I will blame this. Hope is being this, a bad tour guide. Yes, she is. She's being a nosy aunt because she's just peppering this poor teenage girl who obviously doesn't want to be there and has a fucking face on as soon as she sits down. Yes. Andrew, last week we complained when coworkers come up and give us their whole fucking life story. Now the tables have turned yes. where the person's like, Tell me your whole life story. Uh, uh, I got off a bus. <laughs> that about does it. I, I, uh, I, I stole Guy Fieri's haircut. <laughs> that was cool. Back at Lunar, Ray frets about his son, and George says that Ray mothers him. Yes. Prompting Ray to remind him of the fact that his mother is no longer alive no she, well someone has to because she's dead she's dead george she's dead, george 
George says that was two years ago. Oh, so she's supposed to stop being dead uh, after two years. Is that what you're telling me? Well, sometimes they do come back. Oh, Saturday. Oh. <laughs> back in the world's worst car ride, Thad mentions there's nothing special about Area 51. He knows. He's been there. He's been there. Which, which is he, exactly what a they, government they would, they would, want would say. There are two things that happen in this movie. Uh, Abby keeps telling everyone, I don't want to be here. Right. Which she does about 40 times in this film. And Thad's only character motivation is to remind people that he flew choppers at Area 51. Yes, and that there was nothing to see nothing there. Nothing to see there. And it doesn't matter. And certainly, if more than four people Noratu ran at Area 51, we would totally be able to stop you. We would you. stop them all. So We'd don't stop even them all. try. Don't even okay? try, all right? Please I know. Do not, do not, try do not ninja because run. Because once you get there... Uh, you're going to be really disappointed. You're going to be disappointed be even if you get through, which you won't. It's boring. It's just... it's. Dirt. Yeah. It's nothing. You ever been to an office park? That's what That's it is. It. There might be a tank there. It's not even functioning, okay? Back at Lunar, Logan looks over a motorcycle. Yes. Back. Back he stole, apparently? I guess, or... He found, found it in a it. junkyard? Yeah, and he's But it's like a real it. cherry <laughs> bike. Yeah, he's, he's, got, like, the, he's got the world's fastest Indian. Yeah, like, he's, he's got the motorcycle from that movie. He's like, oh, yeah, I just found yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> Anthony Hopkins has been searching for this thing. Yeah, there's like a... There's, Cut to a body with like its head pulled, <laughs> cut off. Yeah, there's there's a garage wire hung between yeah. a stop sign and a speed limit sign. Yeah. <laughs> it's like ah, you know these you things. Know, these things. The just things happen. you find on the road. Back in the world's worst car ride, Abby tries to light a cigarette and gets it snatched away. While they're driving along, they see the stopped semi truck and don't stop for that. Right. But then going further, they see the truck that Hope saw earlier, but has been pushed even further out yes. into the road. So the one that was Pervin. Yeah, they stop for that. The semi then springs to life and begins driving down the road. While trying to push the truck out of the road, hmm. The semi arrives upon our uh, group of happy assholes and uh, smashes into the truck that they're pushing. Yes, scares them off. They scatter <laughs> to the wind. It's a pretty, gr- it's a pretty spectacular crash. Yeah, he crashes in, and they're like, "Holy oh, shit. God!" The uh, semi does a sick donut around the building uh-huh. and then comes back around, smashes into their minivan, and then takes off. Logan continues to watch the motorcycle, and Ray says he wants to protect Logan, and then yes. they have a conversation about his mother. All right, My remember mother. this. Remember, your mom is dead. Your mom is dead, and I'm protecting you. Meanwhile, then, the Jaegers arrive. Yes, Chuck Jaeger. Chuck Jaeger, uh, fresh from his moon trip. Yes, he's just... He blew, has splash landed. He just, yeah, he world's did an, fastest man. Did an amazing, like, Mach 6 flight or something. <laughs> the Jaegers are a younger couple that seem to hate each other. Seem to hate each other. And they are also there for the dumb meteorite hike, but they drove themselves to Lunar as opposed to taking the bus. Yes. The wife is like, this is not the shit that I wanted when I married you. Yeah. You seem like you're a cheap, pathetic piece of shit. I hate you. And he's like, oh, Max. It's a living. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, honey. Hope, let's, let's make the best of it. They are shitty and they hate each other. Hope calls Ray on a big brick cell phone to tell him about the crash, and Ray then speeds off in his fastest station wagon to go help. Meanwhile, back at the crash, the hippie thinks he didn't see anyone in the driver's seat of that truck, 
But Thad calls him a dumb shit, stupid dumbass. Of course, there's a driver. You fucking idiot. There is about four and a half minutes of two people arguing. One guy saying no one was driving that thing. Another guy saying, well, of course, somebody was driving that thing. And then him saying, no, I'm pretty sure there wasn't. And then he (laughs) says, no, there was. And meanwhile, the daughter is, Abby is like, Fast vacation. Yeah, ever. she's doing. She pulls out a can of ready whip and is just doing whip it hits. Just Hashtag <laughs> summer vacation. Hashtag best life ever. Hashtag shocker. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> the semi going one way nearly crashes Run. into. <laughs> nearly crashes into Ray going the other. At the crash site, Abby pisses and moans about not wanting to be here. Yes. All right. Put another one on the board. Andrew, years ago. You and I had an episode uh, of yeah, another and, show. Uh, I, I saw a bunch of flashing yeah. lights, and I had an episode. <laughs> you had an episode. You fell down and threw up. I pissed myself. You laughed, took some videos. I took some videos, and then I realized I didn't like the smell, so then I threw up, <laughs> and, then I just, and then I just went to your bathroom and took a soak. Andrew. Truck well, came right through the wall. <laughs> the best thing about being an adult in this episode that we had argued about what I believe the best thing uh-huh. about being an adult uh-huh. is if you're somewhere you don't want to be, you, just fucking you leave. can just leave. <laughs> just get your shit and go. So I relate to this kid's problem. Okay. She's like, I don't want to be here. I can't tell you how many times in the past year I've been somewhere you're and like, been like, I don't want to be I wanna here. go. So then the last time mm-hmm. I didn't go when I wanted to go, you were there. Mm. Someone yelled at me for like two and a half minutes. Oh. Abby, again, pisses and moans about not wanting to be there, but every cast member that is with her, from her father to Hope to the fat hippie, tries to, like, it's like, obviously, it's a stressful situation. She just saw two big accidents. Yeah, you were just involved in a major car accident. And they, like, try and and calm her down. They're like... But you have a right to be upset. she, She does. She has a right to feel all the emotions that she wants, but everyone is trying to be as supportive as they can, and she's like... Yeah, because she's a teenager. She's a teenager. It's real. We then cut to... Yeah, it's real. I get it. This was written by like a 70-year-old man by this point, by yes, the way. Yes, who knew teenagers? We see an army man get into a big truck carrying something. This... Um, well, I don't know why. We just cut to this. I don't know why we see this. I don't know why this is... I know like... It's structure. It's, it, I know not not even structurally. Like does, this lens, I know what it is for. I, I, I guess, but there's like other ways to do okay, it. Okay, so an army man gets into a truck and starts driving. His truck starts going all cuckoo bananas. Yes, crashes into a transformer, and that whole fucking thing just boom. <laughs> that that blows up. Huge fireball. Real good. Yeah, Andrew blowed up real good. This is one of the. Uh, this happens every once in a while whenever we're watching this movie. I applauded. I was like, yeah. hey. Where I'll get bored and like look at my floor and be like, "What is? When was the last time I swept here? Mm-hmm. What was going? What's... And then just a big explosion. And then explosion. Uh, and like, like, oh, oh back again, it. back oh, again. I missed it. This forces the power to get shut off at the diner, but then Logan goes and flips on the generators. Jenny's. Meanwhile, the truckers in the in the diner see a huge plume of smoke coming off of whatever this crash just a happened. Deep black smoke matte painting yes. off in the distance. We see uh, the day after happening somewhere over the yes. hill there. Because then also Ray sees this while he's driving, and then the uh, the crash victims also see this. The semi arrives at Lunar while the Jaegers head to their cabin for some hate sex. This scene mm-hmm. is weird. Yes, it is. This scene, I'm glad this was made for television and not HBO <laughs> because it would have been a lot more graphic and upsetting. 
but they seem to legitimately enjoy their despising hate Despising each other. Yes, despising each other. They, Which, they basically browbeat each other in the diner. Until they fuck. Then they head back to the, the, uh, the cabin, and they're basically like, Oh yeah, you want to take me on a shitty vacation, huh? Yeah. Huh? What do you She's What do like you think of this? Slaps him. What do you think of this? Yeah. And then he's. What do you like, think of this? Oh, Groupon, huh? Huh? <laughs> what do you think of this? <laughs> and then they have a weird aggressive sex. They have weird aggressive sex while the semi, but the possessed semi, is doing donuts is in the parking lot the and parking then honking lot. its horn. Yeah. Which I was expecting, like point of orgasm, then cut the truck honking <laughs> its horn. Exactly. That's what you wanted to see, right? And then. <laughs> and then cigarette <laughs> yeah the uh, the mirror picks up <laughs> like a big torch yeah. and just oh yeah yeah uh, no it comes out the exhaust pipe yeah, yeah. andrew i like this scene because these are two characters that i like i don't get I don't understand yeah, I will why say, they're with I, each other. I will say this. Yeah, but seeing like, that they have angry that hate sex. There is some weird And that there's a because, weird spark to that for both of them. I was like, oh, that's, that's something. Because the I'll ch- take it. Because the analog, if you've seen Maximum Overdrive, is Yeardley Smith's character and her, her they're newlyweds. Her yeah. and her husband, they're newlyweds. And Yeardley Smith is this like, she's constantly henpecking her husband, just yelling at for, him the whole time. Yeah, for those who don't know, Yardley Smith is the voice of Lisa, Lisa Simpson. Lisa Simpson, yes. So imagine somebody with an angry Lisa Simpson voice just, being just, like, hen, just browbeating you for an entire movie. Oh, you you left me there to get hit by the truck. Oh, you got to yeah. carry me across the threshold. Yeah. Like, it's just that, the it's whole, that. every time she's her character's on screen, she's just time. screaming at her so husband. So for this, for because it could have just been like, I don't know why these people are together. I don't get it. I don't understand this relationship. You see that scene and you're like, now oh, I get it. Okay, okay. okay. It, that's, I, I think I know that these people. Of all the characterizations, because everyone just explains their backstory yeah. to everyone, these are the two most interesting characters <laughs> because is, it's just like you see it and you're just like, okay. Oh, all we're right, showing, okay, baby. There's, this is weird, but okay. Like you, I buy it. You kind of expect them to somewhere to go with this. Yeah. It doesn't, but the, we'll think about well, it. Well, it would be great if they hate fucked on top of a truck Ooh, as two okay. trucks crashed They're, into yeah. each other. <laughs> and they became they, what they've they, always wanted. Yeah, they crawl and they say, maybe next time. That's how that movie ends. Which movie? Crash. Oh. Ray arrives at the crash site to pick everyone up and Hope and everybody else spies the what about body. racism? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Ludacris shows up and he unloads a truck. And he says something racist, and then a car crash happens in front of him. And then two people who were having sex in the car at the time look at each other James and they say, yeah. maybe next time. Yeah. The Hope and everybody else spy the body of the poor naked idiot who got run over in the shower. Yes. Ray and the gang then head off while a giant crane truck starts heading down the road. Act two. At the diner, Ish. the truck nearly kills the two truckers in the diner as they try and get to their trucks. Yes, because they a lot think of trucks. They, a lot of trucks happening. They here. think that someone's stealing their trucks. So they go, oh, my so God, like, my truck, my truck is getting stolen. So they run over to it. And then other trucks are weaving in and out, zoom past zooming all them, over the place, almost kills them. On the TV, a police officer tells a reporter that the power is out in the area. And also there's chemicals in the air. He recommends everyone stay inside and just. Hang in there, okay? Just, hang in there, just baby. Hang just hang in there, baby. Uh, Andrew, look this... For your, look at that cat poster. It's fine. Uh, it is at this point that all of the monitors start doing... That the televisions start doing the thing that every monitor does when you're in a roller coaster queue. Yeah. Where like they just s- pop on... Static and tell you a very important thing. Give you some thing, important information. And then immediately and then go back to... Sh- 
Meanwhile, in a different King movie, Kong is loose in the city. <laughs> You're not going to want to look in the eyes of the idol. <laughs> Meanwhile, in a different movie, there's some chemical spill cleanup crew heading to to uh, check on See, the spill. Now this. This we're coming up this on the is, scene. This, I know what we're you're. I know what up. you're getting at, but this is bad. You have no, to. Admit, this is amazing. You have to admit this, this is. There's. Uh, they shot the whole movie, and they're like, "We're we need 15, we're 15 minutes. minutes short." I know there are there are three scenes. Yep. That this is exactly what this is for. There are two guys who, by as far as I can tell, given how this movie was shot, are never in the same vehicle at the same time. Because <laughs> no. it's close up of one guy. Yes. Close up of another guy. Close up of one guy, close up of another guy. You never see them in the same space at the same time. They always keep threatening to check on the gear. Got to check on the gear. Yeah, at the end of every one, gear. Of, every one of these scenes with these two idiots, they're always like, you better go back there and check on the gear. <laughs> the big crane catches up to Ray's car and starts bashing into its rear bumper. Back At, in, at work, usually it's me saying I got to go check on the gear. Yeah, and then like, I, I gotta, just go smoke I a cigarette. I got to get the check on the papers. Yeah, the papers. Let, me, let, me go check on, uh, let me go check on some of the wiring back yeah, there. Just, just, uh, yeah, oh, Jesus. These fucking assholes. But the thing is, you never left. You're smoking in the uh, yeah, control they're, room. They're like, it looks like those cables are smoking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm checking them. There's no CB and <sighs> no cell phone service now. The Citizens ban. Yeah. What are you well, going to do? that's the thing. If the citizens ban is out, you got problems. Yeah, now you got problems. The truckers ask George if he's got any guns, and George says that Ray, he's for some reason really against them. Really right? Against hates the, the, I hates, wonder why. Hates the Bill of Rights. Hates them. Se- Second, Second Amendment. Amendment protects the first. The Ray Yeag- doesn't believe in any of them. <laughs> the Jaegers try and make a break for their car, but then the semi truck that's doing sick donuts outside Again, yes. bashes into it. Right. The chemical crew continues to fret about the real <laughs> shit of uh, this chemical spill, and then they also threaten to check on their equipment. <laughs> Andrew, they say at one point they're like giving updates on a radio and they're like we're, we 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 see the smoke. We're almost there. We and see then, the smoke and then And then get... his friends like what are we what what was that truck hauling and he's like CB4 K- SKD143. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's like oh no. Yeah, and he's like you're going to want to check on the equipment. <laughs> Which led me to th- be like okay, so okay. In maximum overdrive. Maybe this is their weird relationship. We have the Jaegers, and we got these two. They're just pretending always, to be clinical. Always checking that. Why don't you go? Yeah. Why, why, why don't you go in the back and check that? Oh, okay. Oh, you, you want, you want me, me to check the equipment? I'll, I'll check the equipment. Oh, yeah, Would you like you that? Do. Would you like me to check yeah, the equipment? Why don't you check that equipment? In maximum overdrive. In maximum overdrive. The thing that brings the trucks to life is... A, a red a, moon, right? A... a, a, a a ufo mm-hmm. it's unclear if it's an alien spacecraft or if it's a meteor yeah until the end when we find out they change their minds it's <laughs> it's a ufo well here's the thing but here i was like okay so skd 143 causes the trucks to come to life but, but then it i was like doesn't. no it no, doesn't because the that car crash happens sense. before that right so then i was like wait so it's the meteor that landed no maybe because but that's, the meteor's but lunar, been there the, that's that's been from a while ago yeah the mailman is delivering mail in a local town, and another scene that has no right no, to be in this no fucking movie. No bearing on the film. A he goes by a. Is toys. it even the same town? No, it's not. It's, it's just somewhere it is, else. It, is, it looks like it was like 
nor the, it was like Oregon. It looked like there were like lush green. I don't mountains. know. Some he's he's get, delivering mail uh, on a, in a row of shops on a, like a deserted street on a Saturday because there are no other There's extras. Nobody there. around. Every store is closed as well. He goes to a toy shop and drops the mail in the slot, but then hears some banging and then a crash as a Tonka toy truck, a small motor powered. Apparently, electronic Tonka truck has come to life, has broken out of the toy shop, stalks the mailman, mm-hmm. hits him in the shin a bunch of times, knocks him down. Mailman trips over a like a fire hydrant. No, it's a, a newspaper. Oh, uh, right. Stand. Yeah. He falls into the street. Falls into the gutter. He's like whoa, 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 shaking his head. Tonka truck hits him for about three and a half yeah, minutes. Yeah, multiple times. Gets a jelly donut all over the <laughs> all front over of, the head of it. Yeah, yeah it's he so gross. This Tonka truck bashes this guy's head into uh, just absolute pulp. Right. Perhaps we'll see Tonka truck again. Perhaps later in the movie. we'll we'll Perhaps. find we'll ha- we'll see Hope go to the mailbox and note that there's no there's, mail. Uh, you, uh. That's weird. Usually it's here by three. And then she closes it, turns around. Looks, the flap is down, Mm -hmm. looks around, opens it, Tonka truck comes Yes, okay. Ray arrives with Uh, the- No, don't expect to see any of this ever again. This this is like second unit stuff. They got a full cut, and they're just like, okay, we need something with a lot more chemical crew. We need a mailman death, and let's we'll we'll think of something else. Ray arrives with the crash crew at Lunar while a couple more trucks spring to life and begin circling the building. As they pile out, the trucks chase them. The adults pour into the diner while Abby gets pulled into the cabin with the Jaegers and with Logan. Yes. So our team has been split up. Yes. The diner, in the diner, the hippie surmises that the trucks are making a statement and they want attention for something. This means something. something. Hippie keeps saying they're talking to each other. Yeah. They're flashing their lights. They're honking their horns. They're trying to say something. Truckers don't give them the time of day. They say, you're a big, fat, fucking hippie. You try to, you, you disgust me, all right? I would assume that it meant, hey, come out here so that we could kill you. Mm. That's what I would think. I would be like. They tried that at some point. Yeah, they are trying to talk to us. <laughs> they want us to get killed. In the cabin, Mr. Jaeger finds a car in the garage attached to it and wants to work on it. You know, just to blow off steam. Because his wife's just, just like, da 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 Abby, meanwhile, hits on Mrs. Jaeger for some smokes. Ain't got any. She ain't got any. She says, I quit. She's like, why would you do that? You yeah. dumb bitch. I would have loved it if Abby was like, what a selfish, selfish thing to do. <laughs> you disgust me, all right? <laughs> Think about other people next time. Back in the diner, everyone guesses at what happened and why this is happening. Hippie thinks that a recent meteor shower has something to do with it. which Could may have- be. Some kind of electrical something or other, biofeedback, uh, chemtrail, I don't know. I don't, it's just just a bunch of nonsense. Well, the truckers, meanwhile, think that it's Area 51, which... uh, (laughs) Which sparks off old Mac Mac Taddy tonight to be like, there's nothing to see there. Bad gets activated. There's nothing there. He, uh, we just I've see him there just spring and out nothing. of the bathroom, just pants around his ankles, toilet papers. There's nothing there. It's nothing. It's not even a real thing. If it was a real thing, it wouldn't be anything. If you heard about it, then it wasn't a thing, and it's not a thing, and it's not real. It's just a concrete slab. A fight starts to break out. Also, uh, somebody Area 51 in the bathroom. <laughs> it wasn't me. Real crash landing happened in there. Oh, Jesus. Uh, you might want to do a bit of an alien autopsy okay. on this one. All right. Oh, Jesus. 
A fight breaks out between everyone. George fires a pistol in the air to settle everyone down, but it's weird because they put in a sound effect of the pistol firing. Yeah. And like everyone takes like another like five seconds or so to realize that a gun went off and then they uh, all kind of look at George. Oh uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Ray. Maybe they just thought a race was starting nearby. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. That's the old, uh, that's the uh, intramurals down yeah, the street. The track meet. They're doing the hundred meter dash. There's a, uh, the, there's a disgraced ball player who's coaching the, uh, <laughs> the track team. Bunch of misfits. Ray is not happy about the gun and takes it. He says, I've told you about there is no Bill of Rights in this building, yes, right? He, he said, says, I will I will I will house as many soldiers as the government tells me to house, okay? <laughs> On the TV, we find out that the chemical uh that is in the air is used as an adhesive on rockets. Okay. Cool. What does All that right? have to do I with guess anything? They, they looked at Wikipedia and they're like, Oh, this is interesting. Okay. Teflon. The cleanup crew continues down the road, and then they stop when they see the cloud. Yes. They're like, oh, God, we better put on our equipment. Looking out, he said, did you check the equipment? Tell me tell me you checked that equipment. Uh, uh, did, did, did I say I was going to do that? It's, yeah, like once or like all the time. That's all oh, we've been, oh, I thought I we were joking. That. I thought that was our thing. Looking out, the driver goes uh, to look at the gear. <laughs> While the truck, th- okay. All right. Now, Andrew, this is where this movie takes the idea of There's a stuff turn. with motors There's a turn here. coming to life in a way that I genuinely love, um, that I don't fully understand. I don't and either. don't really care that it doesn't make sense. It's because sincerely it's so doesn't make sense. confusing, so left field. Okay. All right. So. Obviously, they have hazmat suits. Yes. Obviously, these hazmat suits are connected to an air pump. And, uh, you know, if you check the gear, you know, they were connected correctly. You could see that, yeah. One guy goes off to put his hazmat uh, suit on. his gear to his own demise. Oh. The second guy, I don't know, looks at a porno mag in the front seat. <laughs> the motor of the air, air pump, pump turns on yes. which inflates, inflates the suit the hazmat suit okay and i was thinking to myself it's going to pop and then distract the guy the, and then truck, the truck goes back gear sure. something something folks instead instead like like a terracotta warrior uh-huh <laughs> the inflated hazmat suit comes to life more or less Obtains an axe. Gets an axe. And then chops down the driver of the vehicle. Yes. Mark. The guy who was putting on the suit sees the guy. Sees the, sees suit, the suit. Stumbling around. And with he's an like, axe oh, covered hey. in blood. And is like, oh, hey. <laughs> well, you gotta, did you cut yourself <laughs> shaving? What is that? An axe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chow or something? A little, <laughs> a little chow dog? Yeah. Yes, yes it, it is. is. And then... Kills him. Yeah. Just axes him. All right, Mark. Can I ax you a question? Can I ax uh, this movie a question? Yes, please All do. Right. I'm seeing hands. I'm by, seeing hands yes, in the in back. The ba- in the back. Uh, uh, yes, you, sir. Mark, by the logic of this movie, how does this make any fucking sense? Uh, I get... By the same logic no. of a self-driving truck wanting to kill you. Okay, now that's one thing. That no, is, it is not. That it is, is the same thing. No. Anything no, this is that is motor-powered is is or different. electric... It is not because it it's not How is it's it not connected anymore. Yeah, no, it still was connected, but it, that doesn't first. It still was connected how, to the air pump. How does a motorized air pump control a human-sized suit? 
I can uh, I can respect the the worry and the idea of machines. This is basically this would be like if a pool pump somehow controlled the water inside the pool to then turn into like uh, the, the the bad guy in uh, Far From Homecoming. I haven't seen it. <laughs> really? But yes, I know what you're talking yeah. about. Is does it strain credulity? Yes. Yes. Also, is it so insane that it, okay, so a, a, a suit you pump it with, you fill it with air, right? Why not have you fill it, it with air and then you you decrease a little bit of why, the air pressure why here, not, just microscopic why levels? Not have It'll them, cause it to sort of shuffle around. No. Why not have them say that there's electronics in the gloves and in the boots? Because then you got to set all that stuff up. It's much more fun to just oh, have it's it. Just, a, it's just more fun to have a bunch of jerks be like, got to check the equipment. the equipment. We have to see these fucking assholes three more times for a plot point that does not pay off. Would it be? Yes, it's weird. Yes, there. whatever explanation I give or the movie gives, it won't make it seem any less weird. But it's so surprising and it's goofy stupid. that it's hilarious. It's dumb. Is it scary? No. no. Is it fun? Yes. Is it unexpected? Yes. It just goes against the rules that they've set up for the movie. I disagree because they I... haven't set up a single fucking rule for no, this movie. No, we know we can if see that it's a thing. It comes motors. to life. No, but it's not everything. The the motorcycle is trustworthy for some reason. But it's not. Is it? We'll get to that in a second. All right. Back in the cabin, Abby complains, and Mister Yeager says he's close to fixing the car in the garage in the diner. George explains the backstory of Ray to Hope in the diner, saying that Ray lost his wife in Detroit when they lived in Detroit. And some gangbangers. Some, uh, they, drive, apparently there was a random drive-by. Uh, just a random drive-by. They happen all the time. You know, she we, was we, caught in the crosshairs. I, I mean, she was, she, oh, she, all right, she was wearing gang colors. That's the thing. And, so, I mean, come on, use your head. She was slinging dope on the side. <laughs> that's, that's the other thing. So, I mean, you know, she was trying to move in on a corner. So it's gonna happen. So that's why uh, Ray is very much against uh, guns, guns, and very much for protecting his son, Andrew. I prefer he, this. But the rest of the Bill of Rights. He's not a huge fan no. of. I prefer this over what happens in Maximum Overdrive, which is. There's some random kid on a bicycle that Emilio Estevez is like, I guess I'll take care of you. Every one of these scenes, like emotionally as a through line, none of it works because it's all just overly hokey. It's overly hokey. All right. Is it or is it not? No. It's It's on the nose. It's simple, but it's effective. Thad notes outside that there's a drainage ditch and suggests that the people in the cabin Go to the drainage ditch, which allows them to then get their way over to the other side. Yes. In the diner. Thad also floats the idea that maybe something about aliens and SETI and the search for extraterrestrial intelligence. Something about Congress. I don't know. Mr. Yeager gets the car working and it immediately pins him to the garage door. He's like, ah, we have a heartbeat. And this thing just (laughs) you got it. Pins him against the garage door, which Mr. Yeager. Where the hell is my truck? <laughs> hope immediate. Uh, hope. Do uh, you remember us talking about this uh, stick in the door? Yes. Uh, oh, it all comes back. I mean, if there was just a flimsy lock, he would have just busted right through. Yes, but this, so she knew that the trucks were going to come to life. Oh, she was trying. This was a Ooh, murder plot. It's an inside job. She, she was going to lure Mrs. Yeager. See, oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. 
because as plausible deniability, Hope goes off site to yes. go pick up the hitchhikers, yes. knowing that the Jaegers are going to be there separately. Separately, Mrs. Jaeger then convinces Mr. Jaeger to go check on the car in the garage because she says that she knows that he loves working yes. on cars. Yes, he goes, gets in front of the car, is working on the hood. She doesn't notice the cinder block that's on yeah. the gas pedal. She yes. kicks. Yes. The, she kicks the chocks out. Runs him down. Yes. Could have happened to anybody. Anybody. It was an accident. It was just an accident. Brilliant. Logan uses an axe to bust into the garage, and the truck takes off with Mr. Jaeger on the hood. Busts through the door, starts yes. doing sick donuts. Logan puts on a spacesuit that turns him into yeah. an axe-murdering monster. Yeah, he kills everybody. Mrs. Jaeger gets revenge by hitting the truck that killed her husband with uh, said axe. Yes. But Ray pulls her off and into the diner before a truck hits her. Abby then freaks out. Truck tries to hit her. Okay, so now Mrs. Jaeger is in the diner. Mr. Yes. Jaeger is dead. Yes. The only people back in the in the uh, the sex lodge are <laughs> Abby and Logan. Yes. In the diner, Mrs. Jaeger continues to freak out while the trucks outside honk and communicate to each other. They give Mrs. Jaeger a sedative. In the cabin, Logan tries to prevent Abby from running outside and gets punched in the nose for his troubles. Yes. He's like, hey, maybe it's not a good idea to get plastered by a truck. And she's like, fuck you, narc. Just right across the nose. All right, that's rude. It is rude. But she just watched a guy get murdered. She's seen a lot of shit and she's freaking out. I get it. But like, she was already running at an 11 of just being a real piece of work. Now she's like at like a 15. You're right. Logan's You're like right. she's a strong woman who fights back. Logan's like so we should I would we don't <laughs> oh, like her because okay. of that. Right. You're right. Yes. Yeah, You're right. okay. Yeah. yeah. Some people would say that she's bossy. Yeah. All right. Mm, interesting. Mm. But if it's a boy that Shrill, does it, perhaps. Oh, he's taking charge. Oh, but you love it when a guy just punches a woman in the face. No. No, I don't. Logan says, uh, I would appreciate it if you don't do if that. He did not hit me in the nose again. <laughs> Hope back in the diner gives Ray some shit about the sedatives that Mrs. Jaeger took because Ray's been taking these sedatives because he's still dealing with the shit from his wife's death. Hope explains that she knows the medication. Yeah, she, she knows, knows the dosage. The dosage. And then she says, I used to be a nurse. Yes. And you're like, I, why? why? Where I, is this coming from? Like everyone has to explain why they have this inside knowledge of shit. Yes, she also doesn't need to have that knowledge. She could just she be just like, read... "Where the fuck did that sedative come from?" Yeah, you just have to. Re- you read the bottle, and it's like, "Hey, don't mix with booze." And you're like, "Why would you?" They're like, "We'll cause drowsiness." Like, d- take insert. Like, all you'd have to do sure. is read the label instead of it, the, again. Every one of these characters is just like, "This is oh, what I, I do. This is what I do." Yeah, I got a rash. Yeah, Abby. Uh, then just fucking takes off before the plan to put him in the drain pipe to comes to fruition. Ab- yes, Abby is tired of being told what to do, and so Abby she just, decides to take charge and stand like, on her own. I'm gonna get hit by a truck, oh, and I'd like to see God. you try and stop me. So she <laughs> runs. So then Logan gives chase, and he's like, "Holy shit!" So then they they end up f- falling into the storm drain, into the drainage ditch. Which I will say, this is a better scene. This is a great scene. than the one that's in Maximum yes. Overdrive because there's a big plot point in Maximum Overdrive. Where they're trying to get to the drainage ditch, and they eventually do, and then they crawl through, it, and it's a whole fucking thing. The trucks don't really seem to care that they're in the drainage ditch. Yes, here they do, and, and they it's actually it. very smart. Yes, because they block one end with a bunch of rocks, and then and the then other they end pulls they just, tailpipe. Yeah, in just start pumping exhaust in there, smoking them out, and I was like. Yes. All right. Yeah. This is good. Who built who? All right. Outside, Ray jumps into action, and the trucks 
appear to respect Ray yes. as he walks out there and says uh, he has to he has to communicate with them. Right. He uses the opportunity of not being run over by a truck to get Logan and Abby out of the drain pipe, but yeah. inside the diner, the two dirtbag truckers are like, man, fuck that Ray guy. Yeah. I want as many guns as I can get my goddamn I allowed, hands in. I have a constitutional it's right, my right to those guns. So they start a scuffle in the diner. The hippie hits one of them with a beer bottle, which is always great. This is always a great thing Yes, where I, I'm hoping to get in a fight one day where either I'm going to hit someone or someone's about to hit me, and all it takes is just one clean shot with a beer bottle that and breaks completely. Incapacitated. And then just just fall face fucking forward through a table or something. Well, Andrew, as you know, I have a number of empty bottles around my apartment that are made out of candy glass. Oh. Just in case a fight ever breaks out, because I'll be like, I could do it. The and thing then with, I just hit the someone. Thing with candy. And then, of course, they'll just look at me and be like, what was what just happened? Because, but the other thing is the thing with candy. Like, if you if you actually hit someone with a fucking beer bottle, yeah, you'd have to you might hurt swing them. that thing to break it. You'd probably hurt But them. if you watch someone hit someone with a beer bottle that's made of candy glass, it is the the most ginger thing that they're just like and the whole thing just then rains on them yeah uh one dirtbag trucker is outside and almost blows this deal between ray and the trucks <laughs> he's like you yeah. kick the kids over here and i'll i'll, I'll kick the air freshener to you and they're yeah. like no 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 air freshener first let me let me see the air yeah freshener. <laughs> let me see what's on we didn't say new car smell this deal's off this deal's off we won <laughs> They get the kids out of the drain pipe, and then they run back into the diner. Meanwhile, the dirtbag trucker gets scared off to head back into the sex cabin. Yes. And so now there's one dirtbag trucker in the sex cabin, and we have George, Hope, Ray, Logan, Abby, Thad, Fat Hippie, and then other dirtbag trucker in the diner. diner. All right. Act three. In the diner, Abby talks with her dad and notes how shitty their relationship is. She says, you're never there for me. Well, she's patching up dad. Yeah. This is, a bit, this is a tired scene where big tough man is getting patched up and, and woman and he's vulnerable. Yeah. And he's and like, I'm sorry I wasn't there. Is like, you're, you suck. You said you'd always be there and you never were. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting killed by trucks. I don't know how the two are related, but I, I, I'll find a way. They probably are. And he said, sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. She heads Mom out. Mom always said you were going to kill me when trucks come to life. Yeah, she, she did. did. Outside the they fa- were our vows. <laughs> Outside, the fat hippie tries to explain to Abby that people change. Maybe you should. If you let them. If you give them a chance, maybe they will uh, earn your trust back. And uh, she just kind of gives him a face and doesn't really respond. Also, she, in a, a very relatable in this moment, she turns to him and says, got a J? Yeah. He's like, no. no. I was like, see, motherfuckers. <laughs> Nobody's is, letting me bum smokes off of them anymore. Well, all right, That's now, what's wrong with this This could be a funny runner where, like, she's constantly trying to bum people for smokes. Yeah. But she, this actress plays this so seriously that she's like a... You know, she's like, like an a addict. Sc- <laughs> well, no, because like everything is so debilitating to her that like emotionally that she can't necessarily play a laugh line for laughs because oh. she takes it so seriously. Yeah. Where like you would expect a big emotional moment between the hippie and the girl, and it seems like she's about to change, and then it, she gets this look on her face where it's like, here comes the emotional outpouring. And then she says, 
do you have a smoke or do you have a J? Yeah. Like there's, you could balance was, between that. Can I ask you something? But then it, she just plays it way too straight. Do you have a cig? Yeah. See that, see something like that, but it, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily work here. Presumably because she's a fucking juice to the gills on, uh, on, uh, sedative. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Yeager wanders off into the hills. This and, is, <laughs> Just gets <laughs> murdered by a truck. This is a great scene where everybody's like, "Hey, where's that? Uh, where's that woman that we get doped up? Where's that? Go? Where's that woman loaded up on goofballs head <laughs> off?" Then to? They they look around and then they look up on a mountain and she's just kind of marching. Yeah, along. She, basically, she's like, uh, if you ever see any of those like uh, Warner Brothers cartoons where there's like. Like, uh, like the baby is like crawling on like uh, a yeah. bunch of beams in a Steel construction rails site. Steel rails just keep coming together, and then yeah, everything. Or works it's, out. somebody's sleepwalking, and they they somehow manage to avoid yeah, she's disaster. Mr. Magoo. Yeah. So she's going, and then big yellow truck pulls up behind her, and if I'm not mistaken, about six feet away from her. Yeah. Then we cut to horrified reactions. Then the horrified reactions as everybody's like, oh no! Uh, they should have put it. They should have hit a dummy. They should have hit a dummy because well, it's also pretty clear let's, that the truck is in the in the in the background. That's what I'm she's saying. It was far away. Yes. It went oh, no, it went yes. behind her in a way that she was at never at any risk. Andrew, uh, this movie has a budget for dummies. They do, and, and they use them. They use them. All they, right. She, she should have used this. We should have heard a thump, or we should have seen like at least like rocks come off the car or something. Oh, uh, that would have yeah, like end over end awful dummy, just like it catapulted into the yeah. sky. <laughs> boing, just, boing, 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 boing. The trucker in the cabin finds some kerosene and hatches a plan of his own. Outside, the trucks flash their lights and honk their horns at the diner. Yes. Ray thinks that they're trying to tell him something, but isn't sure what. But he's pretty confident that they need to make their escape and they need to do it soon. Looking at some maps, the idea is for Thad to take the motorcycle that Logan has. Yes. And then go to Area 51, which, which doesn't there's have, nothing there's there. nothing there. I don't know why there might you're be going. some desks and some copy paper and some copy fluid, but that's all that's there. Yeah. And uh, he's going to try and find a helicopter. Maybe there's like a rental agreement or something. And then he can just go off site to yes. like a sightseeing tour, grab a helicopter from there. This is this is a great scene because Hope is explaining the because Hope knows the trails because mm-hmm. that's her. Yeah, it's her job. That's her job. So she knows the trails. She gives him the map and she explains exactly where to go. The whole time I'm watching this, I'm like, shouldn't Hope go? She's the she one kn- that knows, she knows the But trail. she doesn't know how to ride a motorcycle. Do they say that? Well, she used to be a nurse. Oh, they can't ride motorcycles. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, it's like holy orders. <laughs> yeah, it's one when or you, the When other. you take the Hippocratic Oath, they're like, it's either a motorcycle <laughs> or you could be a doctor or a nurse. Yeah, you could be, be a doctor or a nurse, but uh, you know, why don't you take a week, think about it. I it's mean, a big it's, a big, it's a big decision. You will never be able to ride a motorcycle <laughs> like, again. I never knew this decision oh, was going to come up so soon. What a crisis of faith. The cabin trucker starts lobbing Molotov cocktails at the trucks, prompting the diner trucker to run outside and try and reclaim Say, that's my truck. His Please truck. stop doing that to my truck. He gets into his truck, which then directly uh, motors towards the cabin trucker who's yes. throwing Molotovs. Yes. He runs into the truck, carrying the trucker, runs into the trucker that's at the cabin. Yes. Fucking big explosion huge explosion wonderful explosion round of applause yes we're all very fond of it at night the trucks hit the generator and the water pump to the diner yeah so they're really going for the throat here 
Logan runs out and grabs the motorcycle from the nearby shed. And I like, they're like, we got to get this plan off the ground now. I like the way this sh- this scene plays out because the heroes are looking out a window. Mm-hmm. Truck plows into some shed. Water shoots up. And like, there goes the water There pump. goes the water pump. <laughs> Truck runs into generator. And then they're like, there goes and the, the generator. generator. And then hits another one. And they're like. And there's the other generator. <laughs> well, that's the thing is so, anything anything that isn't the the gas pumps they take out. There's about 15 different shots of a truck running into a cardboard or a uh, a wooden sign, like a yeah. plywood sign. Yeah, just plowing into it. Andrew, it reminds me of like we have been we have been on shows where we have watched competitions and we're like. And you're going the wrong way. Going the wrong. And you went the wrong way. Okay. <laughs> and yep. Did yep. it again. Yep. Did it Doing again. Doing it again. Doing it again. Looking around. Looking around. Trying one more time. Nope. Yep. Definitely no, wrong. No, Still not, wrong. How it goes. Didn't stop being wrong. <laughs> While there's more honking from the trucks, there's a phone booth outside that starts ringing. Okay. All right. All right. Now hold on. Okay. Okay. Everyone is like, huh? That's interesting. We got to get the motorcycle plan off the ground. Yes. Phone is ringing. Mm-hmm. We might be able to go call, go answer the phone, because surely somebody is calling to say hello. Yeah, yeah, it's a Letterman bit. They're yes. like, "What do you got going on?" They say, "Whoever's calling, we shouldn't trust it." They're yeah. like, "Well, it's not like a truck is dialing a phone," and they're like, "Well, we don't know the extent. We don't of know what's that. Going on. We don't know what's going on. That, so that phone has never rang before. So they have, they, they have a six and a half minute debate." Eventually, Abby does what I would do, which is, you know what? Fuck I'm just going to fucking I'm go. Done with this. She runs out there, sprints out, despite the fact that, like, trucks, the, tr- oh, the, the trucks are moving, con- like, constantly they lo- honking, flashing their lights, doing all this shit. They look like that drawing them. of a, um, like, a, like an atom. Yeah. You know, where yeah, it's just, just a con- bunch yeah. of loops all over itself. This is the silliest. It's like, this is a bad It's, it's like, Abby's like, yeah. I'm gonna answer that. Okay. Phone. I got, it might be a boy. <laughs> she's like, uh, yeah. She picks it up. She's like, KBBL is gonna give me something stupid. <laughs> she's like, it's gonna be, it's gonna be tickets to 98 be, degrees. Yeah. Boomer in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's Far Friday. I got, I, I, got, the, I got, it's Bombas Lunes. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna give me a bomb and a bunch of money. Oh, I this think. is gonna be great. Apparently, it's a trap. Uh, uh, yeah, shockingly so. Uh, truck then drives directly at the phone booth. The fat hippie somehow slips out there, out, grabs does Abby. The cla- does the classic movie move? Pushes where one push out of the way, but don't the way, continue your forward and then momentum. Plant your and then feet. It's like, all right, I'm going to take the charge. Because <laughs> like, if you move your feet, it's it's a foul on yeah, you. No, you want that. You want that foul. You yeah, want that free throw. You, that's the thing. Uh, he. Fat old hippie turns around, turns into a doll. Turns into a doll, just explodes along with the phone booth. Yes. So again, round again, of applause. Big claps. The trucks are running out of patience, and then they start threatening the diner by almost crashing into it. Ray deduces out of nowhere. Yes. He's like, "They want food. They we want gotta, fuel. we gotta put fuel in them." Which, at least in maximum overdrive, it was pretty that they start flashing their lights, and they're like. One of them is a Cub Scout, and it's like that's Morse code, and then they're that's that's how they deduce. I think it's that, and then it's also like they actually pull up to the gas tank, and they keep honking. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's much more apparent this that that is, is what Ray, they want. Ray's making a big logical leap here. And Which this movie is full of. He deduces that the reason that he didn't get hit by the trucks is because they wouldn't go after the person that feeds them. And presumably... So trucks, they remembered? Trucks know that they need fuel, but they don't know that any human can pump fuel. Yeah, only the so master of the pumps. So they think he is special in some way. King pump. Ray. Uh, Maybe it's like New Jersey or Connecticut oh, where you're not allowed yeah, to you're pump not allowed, your own. Yes, okay. Like, well, we got to follow the rules. I don't want to get fined. Ray starts fueling the trucks, and this gives Thad the cover to head off on the motorcycle. Abby forces Thad to take her with him. Yes. She's like, you're not leaving me. <sighs> There's no cigarettes here. Fine, we'll get you some smokes. Okay. But none of, none of that menthol shit, all right? All right. Unfiltered, honey? <laughs> Yeah, darn right. stupid. Such a stupid Jesus. idiot, Dad. Logan sneaks off into the woods with some supplies while George fires at the trucks as a distraction. With a small gun. And he's like, <laughs> let's take these motherfuckers down. He's like, in the words of my generation, up, up yours. yours. <laughs> George fires at the trucks, which then uh, forces the semi-truck to plow directly into George and in the diner. T- destroying stuck. everything. <laughs> Destroying it, not exploding, though. Well, it does burst into flames. Uh, not quite yet. Because You're right. Yes, yes, yes. Another truck tries to uh, also attack George and gets stuck in a drainage ditch and gets stuck. Ray runs over to that truck because he noticed a gun inside the cab earlier. Yes. Steals the gun Off from the inside, gun rack. Uh, from that one. And then fucking one shots the semi truck. Yes. Just from just, like 60 yards this away. This man is a stone he's like, cold <laughs> <just> killer. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bolt action rifle. It, He's like, I only need one. He like takes a second for the wind. He yeah. col- holds his breath, feels his heartbeat, and then just yes, time slows down. We hear <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Everybody else is screaming. The sounds all go they away, all melt away. Just he just sees buzzing. this single image, and then yeah, fires it. Thing blows up. Just ex- incredible explosion. Somehow pierces the uh, the gas the fuel, tank yeah the fuel line which apparently and had a, like a neutron bomb inside <laughs> it as well just explodes like nobody has ever seen the group then camps out in the middle of nowhere until daylight then we cut to a different movie where a con, <laughs> a con ed guy and a cherry picker gets roasted on a transformer yes, this is again another movie They're like uh, we got seven minutes to kill we already know that the power's out i guess they're trying to explain that like People are trying to rebuild humanity well, and get things off the ground, but yeah. nobody's allowing it to happen. I think what it, here's what it this might have been. This doesn't make any sense. Here's what it might have been. This is a scene that was what it earlier in the movie. Yes. And then they were like, we just have it. So and we, we, we need to cut out we, this action. We burn that. Yeah. We, yeah. Need, we need to fade to something. Bas- all, the, all the trucks are dead, so we can't necessarily cut to them circling around. Basically, what this would be, Andrew, would be if they took... Because Maximum Overdrive opens with like three different machines coming to life and killing people Mm -hmm. this what happens in this movie would be the equivalent of like if they took all that stuff out and we're like put one here Mm -hmm. put one after the second commercial break put another one right before the last commercial break well the cherry picker causes a lot of commotion shoves the guy into a transformer he bursts into flames yes he turns into a doll that is hugging a transformer (laughs) and is a flame Hope and Ray have a discussion in the woods, and they worry if there's really going to be any safe place left because they don't know the the extent of what's going on. It's now daytime, and the three spy a helicopter that circles around to pick them up. They're excited because 
Thad, Thad did it. Thad fucking did it, all right? He he wasn't full of shit where he's like, yeah, I fly helicopters. <laughs> sure. I'm a pilot. I fly. Oh, man, I would have pulled that. I would have been like, I know I've been saying there's nothing at Area 51, but there is one thing that will save us, and only I can get it. Everybody, cover for me while I run, run off. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the skeleton- Also, I'm taking my daughter and no one else. <laughs> but the skeleton of the semi-truck appears and uh, rolls to up to life. The- and gives chase, which I thought was cool. I thought that was cool. It's all burned out. It's yeah, all fucked it's, up. It's, it's look, all ashen. It, it basically looks like the Terminator. Yes. And they're in like, truck oh, form. shit. We thought it was dead. They managed to hop into the helicopter and take off, uh, avoiding. The helicopter, the helicopter lands or hovers above a dock. Yeah. Over a, like, man made lake, apparently, or a quarry. Yeah. They climb in. Helicopter lifts up in what is a pretty cool stunt shot. Yeah, they're literally hanging off the rudders and yes. the runners on this helicopter. It lifts up as the evil truck. truck goes off the ramp into the water. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a cool shot. Ray and Hope embrace inside the helicopter while Hogan hugs a uh, very seemingly out of it Abby. She doesn't yeah. respond to him. He's like, remember, it's me, Logan. It's me. It's you punched like, me. You punched me in the you nose. You punched me in the nose. Remember? Do you remember? Do you remember? Looking. Ray is like, thank God, Tad. Thad, you did it, you son, you of, you son, of, a- son of a bitch. <laughs> Tad, I'm going to look in the front seat, and I'm going to see you flying, and I'm going to shake we're gonna, your well, hand. I might even give you a big kiss on the mouth. All right, here we go. Okay. Here. What? what? There's no Tad. There's no Thad. There was a Tad. There's <laughs> it was, no Thad. There's no, it's Thad Friday. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing is uh, Thad found out uh, it was Fart Friday and he uh, he's at the studio. I got bad. It's bad. <laughs> we got no Thad. The radio kicks on and it says, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. We, uh, there's, and then the helicopter there's nobody, does a big there's loop. Nobody flying the helicopter. And if we get a freeze frame on the helicopter. The end? Question mark. Look. Always wonder. And that's the end of Trucks. Trucks. Mark. Yes. How can you say that this was better than Maximum Overdrive? Is it a perfect movie? No. Is it a movie? No. Is it? Are the effects better? Yes. Both movies, hang on, both movies have a weird sex scene. Yeah. I would say this movie has the better sex scene because it conveys something about the characters. The stuff with the Jaegers is at least, like, interesting where they could try and do something with it. Yes, whereas in in Maximum Overdrive, it's just Emilio Estevez is like, hey, you're a pretty woman. And she's like, you're a pretty guy. And then they bang on, like... In, like, a bathroom or something. Yeah, I think it's in a bath. I think it's, like, a carpeted bathroom. And that's always stuck in my mind. I was like, oh, God, why would you carpet a bathroom? (laughs) It'll never be clean. You can't clean that. This, at least, is interesting in terms of the Jaegers, but the Jaegers don't have any other character motivation besides the fact that they fucking they hate, each, hate each other. Yes, but that's the same thing with the Yardley Smith's character, minus the interesting stuff yeah. of the hate-fucking. So I think it's superior in that way. Okay, so that's I think one that, thing that might be more interesting, but we... I think the stunts in this movie are better on a lower budget. Hmm. There are so many shots in this movie of, like, there's one where Hope is crawling jumps into a car and then a truck comes and rips the door off and it's all in like one shot and you can see the actress dive into the front seat door gets ripped off and you're like holy shit they did that there are some points though where it's like 
uh, yes, Hope, where people Hope, turn into dolls. Well, there's that, that, but also bad. there's one where like Hope's like, I gotta get, I gotta get the cell phone out of the van, and she like runs in and she like reaches her hand in, and uh, uh, Thad's behind her. He's like, Holy shit, we gotta move! And like th- they don't, re- they remove every frame up until like the Boom. very next yes. frame is impact, where yes. it's like. How did they get away so fast? <laughs> they, oh, they teleported. They teleported. They, they froze time. Or it was like uh, like Twilight. He like stopped the car yeah. with his hand. No, uh, Thad was like, hold the phone. Uh, yeah. He did like, a Zach Morris right. pause. Now, if you might be wondering, I got to move in with my principal? What? what? It's, not, so, it's not good. It's not no, good. Neither movie, uh, neither movie is good. Maximum Overdrive is the better movie, Mark. I don't think it is. I would rather watch this movie again. Seriously. In a couple of years. Okay. Than watch Maximum Overdrive again in a couple of years. The disappointing part is having watched Maximum Overdrive, and obviously they don't have the same budget, but yes. there is something to be said about there's that there's the scene that you were talking about where Emilio Estevez is fueling all those trucks. We at least it's get a so cr- boring. We get a crane shot to see a road that is just jam packed with trucks that are coming out of out of the woodwork yes. nationwide to come to this one gas station for some reason. In this movie, we have four trucks. Yes, and we blow them all up real nice. No, one where tips is- over. Okay, one one runs over Mrs. Yeager. That one truck blows up real good. Yes. And then the other one... The other one drives into the... the other one bashes into the cabin. Yes. Yeah. Spectacularly. Andrew, my thing... And apparently the army truck as well, which... That one blew up. Also, all of that horse shit. What's the point of all the... What's the point of the chemical cloud? I think it's so that they can't get help. It's so that people can't come to them. But then they're like all the roads are closed m- off. Misdirect about like it's aliens or it's this or it's that. I that honest- stuff doesn't necessarily matter. In the same, it was the same thing with Maximum Overdrive. Is a big big question mark. Yes, but the- we don't necessarily need to know that stuff because here we are only focused on the very micro picture of here is one yes. gas station in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yes, they wouldn't. They would be just as cut off as everyone else. I think it plays that better in this movie than in Maximum Overdrive. I think that Ray is a much more sympathetic and likable hero, as much as we make fun of him for not being Richard Dreyfus, mm-hmm. than Emilio Estevez. And I think that the finale of this movie is better than the finale of Maximum Overdrive, because the finale of Maximum... They Max- sneak off and they get they, on an they airboat. Sneak, no, they sneak off onto a dock, and Emilio Estevez finds a rocket launcher, and he shoots it at the Green Goblin truck, that's pretty and, cool. Yeah, but now you're like, wait, so where did he where did he find the rocket launch? Doesn't, Why does he it, know how it to use matter. it? Doesn't matter. Why does any of this happen? He was a, he was a nurse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he didn't mention it. That's in a deleted scene, but he was a nurse. And then they that's like the thing, that's and the then other they get on a, and then they get on a boat and they leave yeah. and that's the end of the movie. And then the movie and then a title card comes up and says by the way, now it's an Maximum now it's an alien. was the name of his sled. Yes. By the way, now it's an alien spaceship. Before it was a meteor. Sorry, don't know. We, we forgot. We forgot. Uh, a, okay, here we go. Spaceship. Goodbye. All right. There's there's this a, movie is cohesive. This movie is thought out. 80s cheesiness that you can appreciate because it's like it's stupid. It's insane. It's trucks coming to life. But at least with that, you you have these big wild performances. Because, like, the stuff between, like, Emilio Estevez and the boss character. Pat uh, Hingle. Pat Hingle, who's fucking crazy, but he's great in everything that he does. Yes. At least that's interesting. Yeardley Smith, for as much as a battle axe as she is in that movie, at least it's a character. 
She's not interesting. She is not good. She is just loud and shrill. But uh, other than all Stephen King said was than, louder and <laughs> louder and shriller, said, faster, more intense, shriller. As, and as much for the Jaegers, that uh, they have weird hate sex. We we only get that one scene, and that's then all after, you need. And then after that's that, all you like need, baby, there's the, you kind of want. I don't know. I didn't like this movie. I thought it was kind of boring and oh, kind of a disappointment it. compared to Maximum Overdrive. I would recommend Maximum Overdrive a thousand percent more than I would 1997 sci-fi adaptation of Trucks, Trucks. which is closer to the source material, to be clear. Maybe. Not that I care. It doesn't really matter doesn't because matter. Stephen's, Stephen King directed the movie, too, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, well, he it's loosely adapted from Trucks for Maximum Overdrive. Right. This is a little bit more in line, but not like too much more. Didn't, I really think didn't that, like it. Didn't I like really it. think that the only thing that Maximum Overdrive has over this movie, Green Goblin Truck, is the green is the iconic Green Goblin Truck. I miss the Green Goblin Truck. Yes. Other than that, I think Trucks is a better ACDC soundtrack is a better made movie, and that's just how I feel. Andrew, what are we watching next time? For next time, Mark, we thought they were gone. Well, it turns out sometimes they come back. He always looked up to his older brother. You and me, Jimmy, we're always going to stick together. But 27 years ago, he witnessed his murder. Run, Jimmy, run! And the death of the killers. Now they're back. They came back for me. The boys who killed your brother are dead. Who are they? What do they want? Stephen King moves through a world of obsession and revenge. Can't keep running from them! Tim Matheson, Brooke Adams, Stephen King, Sometimes They Come Back Saturday. God, that's so scary. That that sounds horrifying. Sometimes they come back Saturday? Yeah. I've only ever heard of sometimes they come back and it's sequel, sometimes they come back again. Yeah, but, but apparently sometimes, sometimes they sometimes come back they, Saturday. Sometimes they come back Saturday, which I would prefer if they didn't because that's kind of that's, my time. Yeah, that's my day. Like, that's if the they, only time I, I have to myself. Come back Tuesday. That's what I would say. Yeah, I'm going to be tired and grumpy from work anyway. Yeah, I'm going to be waiting by. I'm going to be pissed off. Real shitty because I'm like trying to get errands done. And then meanwhile, I got this like greaser gang like trying to fucking choke me or something or something god damn well that's for next time that's 1991's cbs adaptation of sometimes they come they come back sometimes they don't that's the other thing too maybe for me here's the thing maybe nothing happens in this movie and then at the end he's like i thought the bad guys were gonna come and kill me and his grandfather just looks at him and says well sometimes they come back back. (laughs) that's the thing because for everyone every time they do come back like six times they don't sometimes they don't well that's that should have been see sometimes they come back sometimes they come back again it should have been like now you see me in which the proper type uh, sequel title now you, hey, don't. you don't yeah instead of now you see me too sometimes they come back sometimes, sometimes they, they don't. don't mark if you'd like to listen to past episodes of this sparkling wit that we call television movie night you can do that by going to soundcloud.com forward slash TV Movie Night Podcast. You can email us at TV Movie Night Podcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash TV Movie Night. You can listen to us on iTunes, subscribe, leave a review there. It would really help us out. Sometimes we would come back 
to those reviews because <laughs> uh, talk about them you know feel good about fun. ourselves or you can listen to us on stitcher 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 which allows you to stream podcast directly to your smartphone all that information and more at soundcloud.com forward slash tv movie night podcast mark you got anything else about trucks andrew yeah i only have one question yeah who made who <sighs> I answer mean, the question. I answer the question. I, 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 who made who? Under advice of my legal counsel. Who made you? Under advice of my legal counsel, I will not be answering that question. He is evasive. Uh, your, your honor, I, I, my I, honor. Uh, permission to treat the witness as hostile. Hostile. <sighs> Granted. 